Hey, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Best Decisions Podcast. Listeners and viewers, I'm excited about having a special guest here today. I'm um, the owner of Star Fusion. Hi, guys. How you doing, Miss Darlene? Nice to meet you today. Nice to meet you, too. Hey, um, so I'm happy that you're here today on the Best Decisions Podcast. Uh, can you start off, just give us a little bit about yourself? Woo! What's that? You get crazy no more, <laughs> Well, hi, my name is Darlene Jones, and yeah. I'm the, the proprietor of Star Fusion Restaurant, and now Star Fusion Express, which I'm opening uh, in the February. And me and my boyfriend recently opened up a juice bar called Blue Diamond Juicery. So the Star Fusion is my baby. And this is where it all started from. Okay. So. All right, so what made you come into the restaurant business? Okay. Well, actually, when I was young, um, well, my first job actually was McDonald's. Let me go back. Let me go all the way back. My first McDonald's, job was there we go. <laughs> McDonald's on 52nd Street. Okay. Um, so I guess that taught me a little bit about running a, a business on like a fast pace, a tiny bit. Okay. But before that, um, Why you cooking that? is my passion. Why you say McDonald's taught you? Well, well, my first boss at McDonald's, her mm. name was Barb. She was such a mm. stickler okay. that she made me learn about the company, not just me selling burgers. So okay. it made me want to understand where the, how the burger is made, why stuff tastes like this, mm-hmm. how long french fries should be um, mm-hmm. cooked. So it, 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 that job sparked the interest mm-hmm. in the culinary besides me actually working, cooking with my family, like with my grandma. But okay. obviously so, when I was five years old, I always wanted to own a restaurant. I didn't know how it was going to happen, but it was okay, like a dream okay. of mine. There we go. Um, but working for McDonald's, believe it or not, on 52nd and uh, Chestnut, my first job. There we go. Um... That actually taught me that it was more to, it was more just selling a cheeseburger. When you sell a cheeseburger, it has to be consistent. It has to taste the same all the time. Plus, you have to give give friendly service and say thank you and be grateful for your uh, for your customers that do patronize your business. So, okay. the McDonald's started me um, in that culinary field, but um, <clears throat> I actually. Did like a reverse turn and came back to the culinary because um I worked in a corporate job for okay. over nine years. Wow. Um, so it's it, okay. it's it's a bunch of different pieces, but okay. I'll make sure we'll. Uh, there's a bunch of different pieces to the puzzle and how everything happened, but God put me in this position for a reason, I guess. There you go. So that's um I'm I'm here for a mission because right. every day I'm tired. I'm tired today. Today's my day off, but I got right. a call from uh, Villanova University. Thank you guys for them. Catering 150 kids with their kids today, so I'm here today yeah. working on my day off plus getting interviews. So here we go, and I'm sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> so you talked about going into the corporate world. Talk about that before you actually walked into um, your passion of cooking. Okay, so um, corporate. All right. Well, let me just start off here. When I was in fresh out of high school, I went to culinary school. Dropped out of culinary school because honestly, we just couldn't afford it. It wasn't like financial aid wasn't really available for culinary schools back in those days because okay. it was more of accredited and not like a university. Okay. So that was the start. So after um after I went to, after me being in school, my mom, excuse me, me being in school, mm-hmm. culinary school, after realizing we couldn't afford culinary school, she did allow me to go like go to like a college, like a community college, and a community mm-hmm. college. I took like regular basic business management uh, courses, but it it won. It, it ended up with me working in like uh, a retail organization called Jones Retail Corporation. Okay. Um, with Jones Retail Corporation, um, they actually sent me to college. So it was one of them kind of 
jobs where you can, you know, you, you, you work and you also go to school. At the exactly. Same time. So That's they, great. that helped me out a whole lot. Okay. Um, but within Jones Retail Corporation, I was I, one thing at a job for some reason, yeah. I always worked at a job and became a manager or something. So from working at Jones Retail Corporation. So you at, learned you had the leadership skills. I learned leadership oh, okay. skills there. Working there at 22 okay. or 21-ish, mm-hmm. um, I was promoted to like a assistant manager, well, crew trainer first, an assistant manager, then a store manager, then a marketing manager, then a district manager. So all wow. that by the time I was age 28. Okay. So that kind of taught me business, but it also taught me how to run multiple businesses. Not that I remember everything now, but <laughs> it taught me how to run like multiple businesses, uh-huh. working for that company. And then from there, I, worked, I went to um, Verizon, which okay. is one of the biggest companies um, yeah. in, in, you know, one of the biggest companies out there right now. So mm-hmm. I worked for Verizon for about nine years. I was executive sales, okay. um, worked in the call center. That taught me how to work with people. Um, and sometimes I was able to, to, to train within working in the call center. So that actually taught me how to teach people. Okay. Um, so I think that my life was geared towards... towards working in some type of business aspect like I was able to be a leader at a very young age and now almost in my 40s I'm a leader leader now in my business now but it wasn't all easy (laughs) let's just say let's stop there because I actually uh, was laid off from uh, Verizon a very good company to work for I would never disparage Um, was laid off for um, laid off for Verizon and that actually uh, my life went into shambles because I was so dependent upon my job mm-hmm. at Verizon, I was making almost six figures working there. Mm-hmm. So we'll go from a six-figure mm-hmm. um, salary. salary to like unemployment salary, which is half. Yeah. You almost feel like you're going backwards in life. Yeah. But that only made me more hungry, and it kind of made me not, not for nothing. And it made me not want to depend on working for someone else, someone else unless I have another hustle going on. Like yes. I, that job getting laid off and fired it actually devastated me it took me to the point where I, I was like three months behind on my mortgage mm-hmm. um my mom actually was helping me pay my mortgage and then mm-hmm. one day she said i can't uh, do that anymore mm-hmm. and she said you better get on welfare now mm-hmm. um obviously if i had a six-figure job i probably had a nice car so imagine could you imagine me mm-hmm. driving to a welfare um in a nice car in a bmw i had x3 <laughs> at the time probably, so, but i do with my little ass there. i did because i realized yeah. like god damn i'm actually starving i start you know you know what you know when in, you know when those um you know when your house you all got those little change things yeah i had all this change in dollars and tens mm-hmm. that shit start getting low when i have a job oh, yeah, yeah okay. no you good you good oh it start getting low when um yeah. when, when, when 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 i when i was getting hungry and i was so prideful that i wasn't telling everybody that that i, I needed help mm-hmm. but it forced me to um start selling dinners in my house okay and then me selling dinners in my house Thank God I had that corporate structure, okay. and I knew how to kind of like sell stuff because I have executive sales training, man, executive sales skills from working at a Verizon, which mm-hmm. I'm grateful for. Before that, I had leadership skills working with Jones Retail Corporation. Okay. So me selling the dinners in my house, I kind of like created, I created the dinners as if it was a business already. Okay. I had a menu that was like top of the line. Okay. Like I made sure it looked like a professional menu. I had, I even had a dishwasher in my house selling dinners. Um, so that's kind of like started the road to, to, to me owning, actually owning a restaurant. Mm-hmm. One of my customers actually came in my, you know, came, I said store, but it wasn't a store, it was my house. One of my customers <laughs> actually came in my house and she said, 
Darlene, um, you should look for spots. And I, and I didn't understand where I would get the, this type of money from, so I didn't even think to look for the spots. But thank God that customer drilled that in my head. Come look for a spot. Because one day I called the customer and said, let's go look for some spots. And I found this spot. Um, where where we at right now? Twenty thirteen North Sixty Third Street. There you go, great plug. <laughs> um, right. So in Philadelphia. Um, you know, in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Okay. So I found my this restaurant, and I still was like, "Dad, where am I get this money from?" Mm-hmm. I still had no clue on where I was gonna get the money from to open a restaurant, but I knew that I was supposed to open a damn restaurant. What happened was, uh, my job, Verizon. Thank God for you. I'm grateful. <laughs> they actually called me back and said, "Hey, we laid you off by mistake." Okay. So when I found this spot. I found this spot probably in December. I got a call from my job saying that they laid me off by mistake in January, and they was had to give me like my money for back all the money. my back money for all the time that all you the time there. I was wasn't there wow. minus wow. the unemployment, okay. minus like taxes and stuff. So it was a nice chunk, but I feel like I was destined to open up a restaurant because to be honest. I would have never left that job. It was so comfortable. I even miss my my coworkers now. I'm friends yeah. with them now. I miss yeah. my I miss yeah. getting off at five o'clock sometimes too. But I would have never ever left that job. It was a great company to work for. Yeah. Um, it offered so many benefits. I would have never left. So it took something like so drastic with me almost losing everything for me to get to this point right now, and I'm grateful for it. So even with you having a passion uh, to cook, because you started off in culinary school, mm-hmm. even with uh, you gaining all these skills and you know like you have a skill set to cook and you know serve people you still would have stayed at that particular job regardless yes i wouldn't have, i wouldn't have took that chance because unfortunately when it comes to um when you when you work in in, in look I'm one of the kind of people where I think you should you should start working first you should have a job first because you need to learn business and it's nothing like getting business getting training on how to learn the business from the business you're already in so me actually working for all those corporations and me working for even McDonald's taught me leadership, taught me structure that I would have never known. So that was the universities for me. I didn't really, unfortunately, I never even finished college. Like I have, I actually have over 150 credits where I can surpass degrees, but they're so scattered in different universities. I didn't even, I didn't even pull it all together to try to even get a degree because I don't care about your degree, but it's not on my agenda right now. Um, I feel like my... I feel like um, the the degree that I received that I sorry the degree that I actually received is from uh, Hustling University um, <laughs> <laughs> because I learned yes. how to work with people, yeah. how to deal with people from on job training. But now I cross all that stuff that I learned from big corporation like Verizon, yeah. from Jones Retail Corporation, which actually. Not for nothing, that store actually closed down once I left because I was so great at it yeah. that they, once I left, it could, they couldn't find anybody that could replace me. I'm not bragging, I'm just saying. <laughs> but it, 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 I treated that job like I owned that job. So it, my numbers look like I owned that job. So what's crazy is, like from Hustling University, even the way that you're looking at it, for somebody that's right now that's 16, 17, 18, that's working at McDonald's, Wendy's, all these different fast food restaurants, how they're just like, I'm just here. I'm just trying to make a paycheck. You're not and just you, here. And you're you're like, hey, no, you're there. And you're also learning a skill set. Yes. That's amazing for you to be able to look at it like that. Like, not only that, that if I'm going into the restaurant industry, 
that all the burgers had to taste like and all those different things. That's what you learned from it. That's amazing. To I learned from like there. That. Like I, I, I had a lady named Barb. She was the top. She was the manager there. Okay. She made us line up ketchup. So obviously now I have my own business. What I make them do, they gonna line up the ketchup. <laughs> like I mean, not for nothing. Like we yeah. don't have really too much ketchup, but yeah. all the blue cheeses is lined up and neat. Yeah. All the ranch dressing that we make is lined up neat. The spicy ketchup that we make is lined up neat. They lined up. So I learned. This lady, she drilled how important it is to be organized. Mm. I ain't that organized, but she drilled how important it is to be organized and how to run a kitchen. So far in my head, I was 15, 16 learning that and didn't realize I was learning. Wow. Did you ever talk to this lady, Bart? You still in contact with her? I actually wish I could because she actually, I heard she was homeless. I heard that she was homeless. So if there's anything, if anybody ever know her, her name was Bart. She used to run the McDonald's on 52nd Street for years. She was one of the managers there. Um, I would give her a big hug and help her out or do anything she needs because that yeah. lady, she really, I thought she was mean, but she really <laughs> kind of like shaped my foundation it's, on yeah. where I was supposed to be because, I mean, we all inner city kids for the most part. I, I come from a, a, a home that's not, mm-hmm. a, that wasn't 100% stable, okay. but you have to choose okay. what, you, have, you, you actually have to choose your life. You can't say because my life is unstable, I'm going to be a effed up, unstable person. Yeah. You got to choose to not be that person. So, if there's any a kid that's looking at me right now and working at McDonald's and feel like like they're just there, mm-hmm. you're not just there. You treat McDonald's as if you own it because it's going to show yeah, and it's going to shine. Mm-hmm. I treated that the, the place like I owned it. I got I kept getting promotion after promotion from a salesperson at McDonald's to a crew trainer to eventually assistant manager at McDonald's. But it was my first job. And I treated it like I, I love that job, so I was so grateful to have it that I shined through it. And then when I worked, when I got to my next job, I was so grateful to have that job that I shined through it, and I kept getting promotions after promotions after promotions with no education. To be honest, y'all want to know? I have a I, I got kicked out of high school because I was fighting too much. Wow. I have a GED education. To be honest, yeah. um, my last year of high school, okay. um, I unfortunately uh, I beat up the girl. I don't fight no oh more. My God. Unfortunately, was, uh, <laughs> unfortunately, the girl got oh into something, and and we, me and a group of girls, we wound up getting arrested. But it was it killed my last year of high school, mm-hmm. and um, that was devastating. But I, and, I'm sorry. And I think I think that's good to hear for some people because that show you can overcome those adversities. Yeah. And a lot of times, a lot of people, when they have all these adversities, they don't know how to overcome it. And you're showing, you're saying like, hey, I messed up my last year of high school. Not only that, I went and I worked for McDonald's and I took it as, hey, a way of running a business. All those different things are major. Now, for a kid that's going into this, and I want to go back to the part where uh, you talked about, now you found a restaurant. For a kid that's looking to do something like that. How did you start your research on what goes into a restaurant? Uh, what should I do within a restaurant? How did you do that research? Well, I'm a reader. Okay. I feel like the truth and um, the truth is hidden in books. So if you want to learn how to do anything, it isn't a guy. Is it? Is it a book? So um, it's one of my favorite books. is, is by Dale Carnegie. It's called How to Influence Friends and Win People. And it's not really talking about like manipulating people. It's just talking about how to deal with people. From like a human resources point of view. Okay. So that was one of the books that I picked up, not knowing that I I actually picked it up because I was working a sales job. I worked again. I worked at Verizon, so I picked that book up because I wanted to learn how do I make these people buy this product. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in a in a in a way they'll understand me. 
understand my dialogue, a, a, di a dialect, understand everything. So I picked up this book, again, How to Win Friends and Influence People, and that helped me, that taught me like the human resources okay. part of business. Okay. Again, I didn't know I was shaping my life for Helping uh, you with your interpersonal skills and everything. Exactly. Okay. It helped me out with the interpersonal skills. Exactly. Okay. I didn't realize it was shaping me for owning business and how to, how to deal with the public and how to deal with employees. So that was one of my starts. Mm -hmm. um, so I would say pick up a book. You go give them three Don't, books. Give them okay. three books that you would uh, recommend. Like So for me, it's like Think and Grow Rich. Think and Grow Rich is right. one of, uh, uh -huh. a good one. It's also, that one's written by Napoleon Hill. Uh -huh. um, Dale Carnegie uh -huh. is actually someone who, um, he was in charge of the, he was in charge of uh, steel, biggest okay. steel company. So he wrote How to Win Friends and Fool People. And his protege was Napoleon Hill, which is Think and Grow Rich, yeah. who wrote the book Think and Grow Rich. Yes. That book actually helps you train your mind and your mm -hmm. thoughts on mm -hmm. how to, um, just how to feel like you can conquer the world yes. and how to feel like that nothing can get in your way. Because yes. I do know that if you have any kind of fear, that fear will block you and fear is the devil. So if you have it around you, you're not going to do anything. So fuck fear. And I, and I mean, I'm sorry, but fuck fear. Because if you look, if you wake up every day and you fear something, you're not going to do nothing about it. So when I wake up, and I'm a human, so I have some fears, and I say, fuck it, and I'm going to do it anyway. Okay. you got to have that kind of go-getter attitude in order for you to do it. Forget your circumstances. Uh, My mom was on crack too. Mom, don't kill me. I know that was a long time ago. But um, I, I was 17 years old when I realized my mom was on drugs. It's okay. I mean, she's that was past. I'm past yeah, that. Yeah. But um, when I when my uncle walked in McDonald's and told me my mom got shot because she was buying drugs yeah. at 16, 17, that's traumas. Very, very much trauma. If you yeah. see, but you can't let your those kind of traumas affect your future. Yeah. You got to say, forget those traumas and keep going, keep keep working on your future. Yeah. Don't let it, don't let it hinder you. Yeah, and I think she talks real good about that. Like, hey, regardless of what the situation is, you can look at it and take something good out of that particular situation. Yes. You know, for example, uh, even when you talk about uh, the drugs part, like saying to yourself that, hey, I'm never going to do drugs and. Um, I'm never going to allow anybody around me to be able to drink or be an enabler for somebody yes. or something like that. So it's really what you see in, in, uh, from it and actually taking good from that particular thing. So you started your research from a book. A book. And then from that book, you said, all right, I'm going to go ahead and start this restaurant. Well, it was more like this. I lost my job. Mm -hmm. I had to kind of like hustle dinners out my house. Mm -hmm. But I was hustling dinners out my house on a corporate mindset because I, work, I, I, I worked in corporate... Mm -hmm for over 20 years for the yes. most part. So yes. I was hustling dinners on corporate mindset. Yes. I knew if I was a company like Verizon, what if Verizon was a cheeseburger company? They're not gonna show you an ugly product. So yeah. if I can kind of like, yeah. if I can kind of like create my dishes or create something that's gonna make yeah. you look like a more of a business, mm -hmm. um, I, I know that's gonna help pull it, that's gonna attract customers. Okay. And then also I love what I do. Mm -hmm. I love cooking. I love the food. <laughs> so as I'm cooking it, I might even talk to it because I want it to. I want you to feel my passion in every dish. Wow. And most people do. Wow. Um, I don't want to never take the passion away from my brands. If the passion is gone, then I'm gone. Yes. I want you to always taste the flavors on my stuff because I do sneak in some uh, safety ingredients. I mean, some healthy ingredients. Not for nothing. Anytime you order fried rice from here, I do throw in some turmeric inside of it. And turmeric is good for inflammation. I'm not a doctor. I'm just saying. Mm -hmm. I try to sneak in a little health in my dishes. Yeah. Um, 
the juice bar is a totally different story. One day, we, we, we make it to the juice bar on 5144 Walnut Street. Okay. You will see that. What's the name of the juice bar? Blue Diamond Juicery. You will see that I, we snuck in a lot of healthy options over there. Um, I can't really get into it because I'm not a doctor, but, we, you know, my I think that God or our creator yeah. created me as, uh, uh, um, what is it? Uh, somebody to be able to, uh, I don't know. Like yeah, create, what are you trying to say? Like, create, a, so, because so I'm tired. <laughs> so God, yeah. I think God created me to, to um, to, to, I think God created me, honestly, for me to be the, be, be, for me to be one of the women um, that other kids can look up to. That, yeah. okay, we, yes, I, I'm we brown skin, brown, black, we're black people. Um, yeah. And usually, a lot of times people always say we black, so we always held back. But if, um, if if there's one or two of us that can kind of like shine through those lights, then it's hope for uh, for the rest of us. Oh yeah. So I feel like because I'm sleepy, yeah. And there's no way in the world. I know this is passion, <laughs> but there's no way in the world I want somebody want to quit by now. Yeah. I feel like I was one of them that God chose me to be able to lead. To, to be able to lead in yeah. this industry, be one of the leaders in this industry, mm-hmm. so we can show the next generation that they can do it too and better than me. But I honestly, I go to trend shows. Yeah. I visit What's food. Trend shows is for food. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Um, yeah. What? I visit. Um, uh, trend shows. I visit trend shows. Okay. I see what chicken wing sauce is going to be popping for 2019 and 20. There we go. The stuffed chicken wings is actually a big thing. I might put that on my, on my menu in 2019. Okay. So I, I try to find out what's what's, what's really good in this in this food industry. Okay. I don't want to give you basic and generic tastes. Yeah. I don't want you to. I know usually um, there's people that's African American and they simply open a restaurant that they own is usually soul food. I kind of want to do a twist to that because I am happy of my heritage, but okay. the restaurant here is American, Asian, and Caribbean because I wanted okay. to put some different flares in it. Okay. So let's take it back. Let's say you st- you came here, you seen the facility, you started, you know, doing everything you had to do. Take us back to when you're first opening it. Hey, I'm open for business. That filler. Okay. So. <laughs> So let's just say the grand opening was supposed to be April, May, June, July. Like yeah. every month I had a grand opening, I just couldn't get the actual date right. Okay. It's because you just, you're never going to be ready. Mm-hmm. You're never going to be ready. So um, initially my grand opening was supposed to be in June, and then I got pushed back by paperwork, mm-hmm. stuff, city okay. things, things of that nature. Okay. But I was determined to make this, like make my birthday be my grand opening. Like that's going to be a gift to myself. And gift to myself. That? August 27th. There we go. So, gift to myself was opening this restaurant. So, um, the feeling of actually completing this was great. However, <laughs> however, I promoted myself, marketed myself and my brand so good. Thank goodness, thank God, mm-hmm. that my first day was a great disaster. It was great. It was packed. But unfortunately, I didn't have enough restaurant experience to understand how to how to um, how, how to reserve yeah. seats. I was reserving people every hour, and I realized that food take hours. So you need two hours to sit down. So I lived and I learned from that experience. So jam packed. It was jam packed the year, and we yeah. couldn't figure out how to get food out in time. So um, I was I was I was, I learned on the job quickly. <laughs> Let's just say that enough customers has has talked, yelled at me enough for me to get it right. So now um, I'm fortunate enough to have other people that's working with me um, that's, that's helping me execute dishes okay. on, 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 on a faster level than I am. Because I am the brand and I am the passion, but sometimes you have to hire people that's better than you and faster than you in order for them to execute to dishes. To so me working in management, um, I, that taught me how to help delegate 
and, and how to like not be a mommy and hold on to everything and walk away. You got to let the brand see itself and like kind of cook. So answer this question. Name a time when you became so overwhelmed that you said to yourself, you know what, I'm ready to just get this up. Every day. <laughs> Every day. Today is one of those days. Actually, can you see my nails are done? Um, but I, I, again, what, what keeps me going is I, it's, it's a bigger purpose than me. It's yes. bigger than me. Yeah, okay. It's way bigger than me. Uh-huh. Um, I'm telling you, I don't know why the universe called me to do this. Uh-huh. I would rather be someone wife right now chilling. I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm only kidding, really? honey. I, I, I love working. I'm only joking. <laughs> but um, in general, like um, I don't know why God chose me to do this mission. But okay. he, I, he, this is how I know he chose me to do this mission. Because more doors keep opening up. And okay. then flavors keep getting better. And then food keep changing and I'm uh-huh. sticking through it and then books are getting even better about trending and stuff like that so if all this is supposed to keep happening around me I'm supposed to be in it so until all that go away then I know that's, that's my time to, to bow out okay. right now I'm supposed to be in it and I'm grateful for that alright let's talk about uh, so you started this restaurant mm-hmm. and then your next progression was the Star Fusion Express Star Fusion Express let's talk about that alright so Star Fusion Express is something that we're currently uh, building right now okay. it's actually now, since I've been in business for about three years now at Star Fusion, it's actually kind of like the caterpillar for Star Fusion Express. Here, I was able to see everything that we sold and what people like. Mm-hmm. Now that I have it on paper, I can offer it like on my top sellers and, okay. and try new things at the new restaurant. Because now I have, the, I have gained the experience to kind of know what the, what the people want to eat and know what you want to taste. So everything that was mostly our top sellers that's here, I'll have them like at the new restaurant, which is more of a fast pace. It's a shorter, ver- it's a shorter, men- uh, it's a shorter menu. Okay. It's faster food. It's fast food, kind of like the McDonald's field, my first job. So Express, is it still sitting? No, nope. it's Express is more, is more takeout. Okay. However, I do have window seating, and in the summertime, it's outdoor seating. Because okay. we're right across the street from the Man Music Center. Wow. So we'll it's a be great location. T- I'm, I'm grateful. Great location. I'm very grateful. Yeah, okay. Like, shout out to Councilman Curtis Jones. Shout out yeah. to Lucinda Hudson. Shout out to everyone who, who helped us out with this project. I'm so grateful to all you guys. Mm. Um, um, okay. So a part of that, um, them believing in my vision. Okay. And helping me, helping support. Okay. Um, um, my, my vision is, is how all this is happening. I'm very grateful to, all, to everyone. All right. So you go from there. You got Express coming. Yes. And and also to you is part with the juice. Blue Diamond Juicery. Yes. Yes. Talk about Blue Diamond Juicery. Blue like, Diamond Juicery. And the reason, like a juicery, like okay. I, I know it's a healthy time right now. Everybody's on a healthy kick. Yes. Even me, I'm looking at myself. I need yeah, to be on a healthy kick. Yeah, you actually had a drink from there, and liked it, I and did. that was good. I really did. And you know what? Ever since I had that drink from there, I've really been thinking about mm-hmm. that particular drink. And I said to myself, I need to go back there to be able to get that drink. Good. So, well, Blue Diamond. Stop. Keep going. Blue Diamond Juicery is okay. actually uh, my boyfriend's yeah. Frederick Williams. Okay. He was. Well, I know you're gonna do a separate interview on him, so I'm gonna be real. I'm gonna yeah. be real brief. He was 407. He was 417 pounds at one point of his, of his life. I met him when he was 370. When I met him, all he wanted to do was go eat at Honey Grow and uh and go to Salad Works and uh and go to smoothie shops all the time. I mean, it was the worst boringest <laughs> dates we ever had. Three years ago, I'm only joking. But but um um I saw that him and his weight loss was like a weight loss was a struggle for him. Um and changing the way he eat since we're dating and I'm obviously you start falling in love with somebody you're dating mm-hmm. you, you you start I'm a chef so I start cooking stuff that, that, that cooking things based on how he ate 
and um, lo and behold, Blue Diamond Juicery is now born. Okay. Um, Blue Diamond Juicery is something that's really his passion. Like he wanted to give back to the inner city. It's kind. Of, it's kind of cool that we both came from like Southwest West Philly. There we go. And we both Greatest neighborhoods. And we both have <laughs> stores. Like we we have stores on uh. Both on 52nd Street. Like, my f- first job was 52nd on, in, in uh, Chestnut. Blue Diamond Juicery is 52nd in Walnut. And then Star Fusion Express is going to be a 52nd in Parkside. So I'm happy to be a, a part of that giant quarter. And, I mean, that was our starving grounds. Like, my first my first job was, was from, there. From there, McDonald's. From there, yeah. yeah. So now that I'm it's able right to... right around the corner now. Right around the corner. Now that, I, now that we're able to uh, put new stores in and employ people. Yeah, and then really help the community. You know, when, I'm, when I'm looking at it, you you saying... Hey, we're employing people from the community. Not only that, we're putting the store to even help the community get better and also, too, bringing healthy choices to the community. Yes. Because a lot of times, I know when I'm going to 52nd Street, I will go to your old job. Yeah, McDonald's, McDonald's. real quick. Yeah. <laughs> Let me go get a McChicken for a dollar. Right. But you're, you're saying, hey, don't just <sighs> stop at McDonald's. Come down here. Get a healthy choice, something yep. to help you live a little bit longer. I know even a drink that I had from there was something towards... You know, Hell, blood. it's something that yes. you would never make yourself. Never make. It's called a protein punch. Okay. Actually. It was loaded with like almonds and peanuts and bananas and okay. apples and dates, and then I snuck in some Irish moss and some spirulina in it. There we go. You know what I mean? I don't like, even know. She don't even know what that is, but it, it, it's <laughs> a lot of antioxidants that's good for people who have like high blood pressure. Um, I'm not a doctor, but it's something that it helps us. Mm. It helped Fred when he's doing his journey, and now it's it's gonna help every, um, other people. All right, so. You, uh, you're here at Star Fusion uh, Restaurant. You also, you know, on the way of getting Star Fusion Express up. Mm-hmm. Um, you're in the works with, uh, y'all got Blue Diamond Juicery open up on 52nd mm-hmm. and Walnut. Tell me, three to five years from now, you know, what's your goal on scaling your business? Or, you know, what do you see yourself with your businesses? Well, expansion, expansion, expansion. <laughs> no, um, obviously I want to expand. Yes. However, I want to make sure that... Um, my business is like I call it business in a box. If I can get my business to the point where it's I can open up at any location, that's what I want to do. Kind of like franchising the ish. Mm-hmm. So right now, 2019, 2020, I'm working with a wonderful um, restaurant consultant okay. with, through the Enterprise Center, okay. and um, that's helping me. Well, his name is Jason Brooks. He's go. amazing. Let's say his name first of all. Um, um, He's one of the people that's helping me get my paperwork organized. Because if you know, if you as a business owner, first year one, first year one and year two, you're, you're so structured. You, you care about the, the taste and the passion and the people yeah. and the food. By year three, you need to think about your business. Like I need to, business need to roll off my tongue. So once I get my everything, businesses, the business organized, I'll be ready for expansion. Like when I say organized, I mean I need to know how much every single item costs me. Okay. And the fact that I don't know how much every single item costs me, that means I need more work to do. There's okay. more work I need to do. More research. More research. Or not research, yeah. yeah. Actually research through yeah. my own brand. Okay. So I need to make sure that's organized first. Once that's organized, then I can start looking at franchising opportunities. Now, okay. through the grace of God or a higher power, I have been get been offered opportunities to expand we i have turned them down because i'm not ready um and i don't want to fail anybody 
So in order for me to, I just want to make sure that it's right before yeah. it's open. I don't want to open up 10 more stores and there's 10 sloppy stores and everybody mad at me. Yeah. So if I can get them all perfect and all right, if I have a foundation for one, then I'll be able to lead to two and three so, for year three to five. So it's just sound like you want to make sure you have the bandwidth to be able to give that good quality exactly. as it is keeping expanding. That's amazing. Exactly. I mean, a lot of people, and you see a lot of that with business owners or you know, as they expand too much, sometimes it's just they grow too fast where they're not ready for it. Yeah. And the, and the organization can plummet. Or example, when you talk about what's the name of Jones, uh, the retail store. <laughs> Jones Retail Corporation. Yeah, yeah. You know, they probably expanded and didn't have the quality of workers to be yep. able to handle it. And then the, the organization had to close. The oh, the, uh, the organization shut down, mm. not because of me. Because of you, darling. No, We're going to say that. However, <laughs> I will say once I did leave. They closed the store because okay. they, they couldn't find anyone as strong. But again, the reason why I was able to get those type of jobs because I created, I treated that job like I owned it. There you go. And, and, I, I, and I honestly only try to hire employees like that. Mm-hmm. Treat it like you own it. Treat it like you own it. Because then good. I don't, if you, if you could treat it like you own it, then I don't have to worry about it. Okay. You know what I mean? So how you, how you handle that aspect of it, of finding the right employee? Because at that moment, you're the manager. You had to look at it from a holistic point of view. When you're sitting up here looking for the right employee, what are you looking for besides treating it like you own it? What are you looking for within that particular employee? Well, let's say this. First thing I look for, at first when I was hiring people, I was looking for people that was just like me for the most part. Mm-hmm. You realize you got to hire people that's better than you mm-hmm. because I might, I might be really good at putting a, a, a recipe together. Um, you might be really good at uh, executing my recipe faster than me. So you mm-hmm. kind of like want to hire some people that has a, a strength nice. or, 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 or better at this than maybe you. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying like better chef. I don't think any chef better than me. That's just me being honest. I'm just saying. But in general, no, but I actually know my love. I'm actually considered like a second tier chef. There's a tier one, tier two, and tier three. Okay. I'm second tier chef. Okay. Tier, tier three, I'm not there, but I can be there. And if you want to challenge me, I'll try it. I'm going to yoga. But um, there's different tiers of it. But, so I, I just try to work around people with for instance, one of my chefs is here today. Yeah. We're not going to say his name. He would like that shout out, but he's not going to get it. <laughs> um, he actually been in the industry for over 40, 50 years. And, uh, not, maybe not that long. Over uh, about 30, 37 years, which is around my age. So. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, so he was someone that I hired that was, uh, that, 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 that I don't think nobody better than me, so I can't say it. But he, um, he had more knowledge than me. Than in the restaurant industry, so even hiring someone like him taught me about the restaurant. So hire someone who's been in the game longer than you, um, maybe can execute something faster than you. That's okay. Like you don't have to be the, you don't have to shine at your, at your organization. You can let let your food and your quality shine, and that's what I focus on. I want my food and my quality to shine. I don't care who cooking it, and that's okay. that's, that's that's what I stand for. All right. So when you got into the restaurant business, how did you create networking? How did you network within that? Well, are you still growing at the network? I'm still part? growing at the networking part, but okay. um, I've always been a, a, an approachable person. I worked in okay. sales for a long time, so okay. when you have a sales attitude, mm-hmm. you, it's magnifying. So people are attracted to that sometimes. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I, um, with me, the difference between me being a salesperson and someone else maybe being a salesperson, I was a genuine salesperson. So I wouldn't sell someone something. I wouldn't sell you a lie. I'm going to tell you what we actually have, how it works for you, and what it can do for you. So when I approached, I had that same approach in the food industry. Okay. I'm going to tell you what we actually have, okay. what it does for you, and how it can make you full. 
and I'm a, and if you ask what ingredients is, is then I'm gonna tell you that as well. So I try to be as honest as possible with my with my ingredients, okay. and I try to be as honest as possible with, in this industry. In, in a, I don't know it all. Mm-hmm. I'm teachable though. If anybody wants to teach me more than what you think I should know, <laughs> hit me up. I want to learn from you. I want to learn from everybody. I don't know it all, mm-hmm. but one thing I am willing to do that other people ain't willing to do is learn. Learn. I, I'm, 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 I am really good for going back into the classroom and learning how to make mm-hmm. a sous vide dish because maybe I forgot. Like I'm far removed from culinary school, okay. so um, I'm open to going back to, to, to taking a class on a new technique. Or even plating class. Like, I think I'm a really good plater, but I would take a better class. Like, What's I a plater? I don't go. understand. I'm sorry. Well, I'm sorry. There we I go. Break it down. Let me break that <laughs> plate. When you, honestly, when you plate a plate, you want to, people eat with their eyes okay. first. So if you make a plate as pretty as possible, they'll, they'll, be, they'll gravitate towards it. Okay. So um, understanding the science of plating, okay. there's classes like that, and I want to take them. <laughs> wow. So, I mean, it's, it's intricate when you get in the food business, but mm. if you want to learn, one thing I do want to learn, I want to learn every part of it. Every okay. single part of it. Has some understanding, some knowledge. Uh, every okay. part of it. Now, when I first opened, I was the dishwasher, uh-huh. the delivery driver, uh-huh. the <laughs> server, and the waiter until I was able to feel comfortable enough to hire somebody and let them cook the food the way I, I cook it. Okay. Um, so it's things like that. I hope I answered the question good for you. Oh, you answered it perfect. Actually, um, I just wanted to say thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. I'm excited for people to actually hear this interview for everybody that's sitting here and went from the start to the end i'm excited that y'all were able to learn a lot of good things today um uh i can't wait for the star fusion express star fusion express is coming 5178 parkside look for that early march or end of february blue diamond juicery is on 5144 walnut street okay. our hours right now is monday through friday from nine to three and march will be from 10 to 7. look for that as well and then of course star fusion currently is 2013 North 63rd Street, right off Sea Line Avenue. Can here I we see go. Uh, here we go. Star Fusion, shameless plug. <laughs> he notices me, so. <laughs> Good. So, go also, too, tell us, uh, you got Star Fusion and everything like that. Tell us where they can find you on social media. A lot of times, social media is Thank good. you. You can find me, my personal social media is at Stardar. That's S-T-A-R-D-A-R. Then you also have Star Fusion Restaurant. That's at Star Fusion underscore restaurant. And then you have Blue Diamond Juicery. That's just at Blue Diamond Juicery. And that's B-L-U Diamond, D-I-A-M-O-N-D in the Juicery, J-U-I-C-E-R-Y. Wow. Thank you. Once thank again, you. You want to say thank, thank you, you again. I appreciate, I appreciate it. This. It was an amazing interview, and I think everybody should learn something from this today. That go after your passion. Yes. And overcome any triumphs that you actually go and through. Fears. And Don't fear. Don't fear nothing. Fear nothing at all. Fear nothing because... Yeah. But God. But God. <laughs> however, uh-huh. however, you got don't let people gonna knock you down every day. Get your ass up. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> and that's really the bottom line. Get up. Definitely get up. Ladies and gentlemen, the quote of the day is by Mark Twain. The two most important days of your life are the day that you were born and the day that you found out your why.